0: High school boys and girls are having a hop at the local soda fountain. Innocently they dance. Innocent of a new and deadly menace lurking behind closed doors. Marijuana!
1: Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message. Manscaped is here to make life less tedious. Definitely one here is your host, Cornelius. Our favorite food is steak, made from bison, talking about space, and love with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Everyone is high, we do a test. Listen real close, cause you're the next guest. This podcast off the rails, all over the place. Turn your brain to mush, take a trip to outer space. So drop some shrooms and get electrified, cause Corey's gonna tickle your third eye. Oh, what's up, guys? I'm feeling I'm feeling great today, and with all the depression and stuff going, I just wanted to shout out to you. I'm going to do something that makes me uncomfortable. I'm not a singer, but I do love to sing, baby. Here's a little taste for you. <clears throat> Clear your throat, just like the people do on stage. You've never seen a Katy, Katy Perry concert. She walks right up to that microphone and goes, <clears throat>
0: Got rice cooking in the microwave I got a three-day beard I don't plan a shaving It's a goofy thing, but I just gotta say Yeah, I'm doing all right Yeah, look in the mirror, what do I see? A lone there standing back at me Hot in the tooth and harmless as can be I hope he's doing all right And it's a great day to be alive I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes It's the hard time in the neighborhood But why can't every day be just this cold? Sometimes it's lonely Sometimes it's only me In the shadows beneath me Sometimes I'm crawling Desperately crawling Howling at the moon
1: So that was my first time recording that I didn't uh, try more than once Because I wanted you guys to feel The raw emotions I had going into that song That piece, I call it I call it a piece but I totally lied to you. It took me like three or four times to record that. First one was like, you know, I was just trying to find my voice. I have a pro recording studio up in this bitch, so I might as well like try and sound sexy. But today's episode is to talk about depression and anxiety. Unfortunately, a shit ton of people are experiencing it. And things there are things to make you happy and bring you out of that darkness, that gross, oh that thing. I know I know what it is. And I know so many of you out there know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just this dark shroud that just sits on you. oh, And it it can be controlled. You just got to do the right shit. And that's what I'm going to tell you today. Because I'm very open about my depression and anxiety. Because uh, 2016, I think it was. I think it was 2016, April 2016 was when it got really bad. And I, it never got to the point where I thought I was going to kill myself or anything like that. But it got scary. Like, I was just so upset. Like, I would, I was terrified to go back to work. Now I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm back in this shit, you know. And it does come back time to time. Like, I do all these little creative things. And I I'd like to share what I do. But sometimes the anxiety, like, overrides it and tells you, oh, you're not good enough. And it, it sets you back. It's this stupid voice inside your head that tells you you're not good enough. But all it is is this ego that's created itself inside of you. That's all it is. And you are stronger than that. You're always in the driver's seat. So things to get away from that voice or that, that darkness that that's holding you back. Whatever's holding you back. Things to get around that. Meditation. Oh my God, dude. Med- my form of anxiety and depression is just like my brain just finds a thought and just runs with it. And... I'm like a um a time traveler when it comes to anxiety. I like I see a situation and I think of every single outcome like one minute of this thinking, one minute of this thinking. And I always wanna find the right route to get there. But there's never a right route. You just gotta just gotta fucking go into shit. And that's where meditation came in. Um, it took me a while to realize my brain was doing that. But when you're meditating, it's like it's like the driver of the brain gets to see what's going on inside of the brain. So after my first, I did it for about two months straight, I think. I like to think so. I don't remember. But like I remember when I first started, it was, it was boring because I kept getting lost in thought. One thought would just turn into another. So I'd be sitting there thinking like, Okay, this is probably an exact thought actually. Oh my god, like I make good enough money right now, but once I start piling on bills and gaining more responsibility, how am I going to substitute how am I going to take care of that income? And then like that thought would turn into, well, I mean, we we have to stick here. This is where all the money is, and then it's like just start creating a future for you. Just off that one thought. Well, we could do this, I could do this, blah blah blah. Like it you your thought becomes real. If you give it too much energy. So with meditation, it allows you to literally sit back and watch these thoughts flowing through the water like a boat like in front of you. Like there's a big choppy ocean and then that thought's like right there and you're like, see you later, dude. And it just goes. You just wash it away. And that helps more than than most things. Um, So meditation, definitely check it out because once you get good at it, you see it start to happen in your real world. Real world, real world world rules. Real world road rules, that's what I was trying to say. You see it happen in real life though. Like at work, I'm afraid to handle some kind of customers because they're very rude and I used to be like, okay, what do I do if this customer is rude? How do I get about this? But after I started meditating, I saw in the back of my mind the driver, he saw past all these stupid little questions that don't mean anything because I'm not giving them my energy. He saw the correct route to take and it was simple. It's, it's always there. It's, well, I know how to fix this. I know, I know the answer to every question this person can ask me and I know I'm not right. And I know I'm doing, or I know I'm not wrong and I'm doing my job. So that, that became a giant thing for me. And the job thing was terrifying because I work in retail and I speak to people for a living. Well, my whole livelihood got, um, fucking like a reality check. It's like, Oh, you're anxious, Corey Serber. Now, like, how are you gonna do this? And like that—that that just compounded it. But I finally got over that, and I'm finally back to, like, not caring what people think too much. It's very freeing. Um, one other thing I will tell you—I'm trying to keep this episode short and brief because I would like people to listen to this. Uh, unfortunately, like, it, anxiety and depression is bigger deal now than I've even imagined. I, we had—we had a buddy that we used to work with, and he, um. He took he took his own life, and it's very sad because he was a great dude. And I just I hope that if anybody's feeling like a darkness or a a type of way, and they think the only way out of it's to end things, like just like talk to somebody. I guarantee, like you and I can sit down, and I'll show you the right Phil Collins jam, and we'll have a a jolly time. Like just because you're having those dark thoughts, they they're not going to become you if you can tame them. So that that's one uh, like kind of a closing thought on that. Uh, I do recommend checking out the book Dare Approach to Anxiety. It's a really cool like anagram thing that therapists have kind of created, and they put in a book. And I did go through um, therapy, and I was talking to my therapist, and she's she just started telling me all the things from the book, and I was like, yeah, I, that's exactly what I was doing. And she was like very proud of me because she's like that's exactly what I've taught you. Like she was super honest about it. Like she didn't know there was much more she could do for me because I had the tools that therapy trains you. So Dare Approach to Anxiety is a great book. It's like ten bucks. If you if you need it, get a hold of me. I'll try and find you a copy. Um, definitely worth it though, for real, for real. And um, I do appreciate everybody listening to Manscape. Uh, something like this has also helped me get over like sadness and shit like that because I keep my brain pretty constantly busy. My brain, it it runs away from itself. So I have like 1,000 hobbies and I like to give tiny bits of attention to each of them. So I have like things I'm mildly good at. Like I, I like to refer to myself as mildly talented in a ton of things. There's not one thing where people are like, holy shit, dude, you're the fucking CEO of that hobby. I'm not there yet. But it is very nice to like, it gives you something to look forward to. Cause tomorrow's not designed. Tomorrow is not created yet. You're doing it right now. And if I put my energy and attention—I sound like a fucking star kid—but if I put my energy and attention and focus onto something, I can make it real. And that's what I—I I hope that none of you guys ever forget. Whatever you want to make real, all you have to do is feed that lion. Ooh, this is good closer. Look up the the white lion versus the dark lion. I'm gonna fuck it up, just like I did the lyrics of that Travis Tritt song, but hey, it's still getting out the right message. Um, a kid was talking to his grandpa. I like to think they were in an Indian tribe, but it could have been in Brooklyn in the middle of the night, I'm not sure. The kid goes, or the grandpa goes, dude, there's like a battle of two lions within inside of you. One is darkness and one is light. The light lion is white, the dark one is pitch black. The kid goes, "Yeah," and if they fight, which one wins? And the grandpa goes, "The one you feed." That's it. I, it's way cooler. I mean, you had to be there, I guess. Look up the story; it's really dope. I, I'd like to get a tattoo of that, but I don't want to look like one of the guys that get like tribal lions. So I, I, that's like my, one of my life goals: is to work that into like a dope ass like. Really like thought out tattoo. Which is another thing I'm going to wish I had the hobby in. I've been hanging out with Levi Rop, He's a cool dude. And I think that would be fucking sweet to draw up some tats. So, Thank you guys. I'm rambling. Check out Manscaped. This has been your solo sesh with your host Cornelius. Uh, If there's any things that we could change about the podcast. To increase listenership. Or increase happiness in your life a little bit. You let me know. Because we definitely want to keep doing this. I refer to myself as we. Because eventually I'd like. Manscaped to be larger, but you just stay sexy keep doing what you're doing and if you guys ever need to talk Hit me up on the cell phone Wait hang on. How's that song go? You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love call me on the cell phone Late night when you need my love and I know when the hotline bling That can only mean one thing yeah, I know when the hotline bling. That can only mean one thing. I don't remember the rest of the lyrics. I done kept it real from the drum. I done kept it real from the drum. Living at my mama's house, we argue every month. And where'd I just... <laughs> wait. I done kept that guy from the jump. Living at my mama's house, we argue every month. I just think it's funny how it go. Now I'm on the road, after a familiar for a show. Cause we started from the bottom, now we are. I just, I literally just skipped... Three amazing lines. I'm sorry about that, Drake. Later, guys, you sexy fucks.